everybody. Welcome to the Ramones of the Day, the podcast. Wait a minute. Huh? (laughs) Who are we? One, two, three, four. Welcome to Ramones of the Day, the podcast examining every Ramones song alphabetically from 53rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And with us today is special guest Christian J. Hand. Hello. 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 How are you? Good. <laughs> it's good to be here. Thank you so much <laughs> yeah. for joining us, Christian. My pleasure. Uh, all the way from your apartment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right here next to the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. Uh, today we're talking about I Need Your Love from 1983 Subterranean Jungle. We are. That's Thanks, Molly. Yeah, great. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is from uh, Subterranean Jungle. I thought it was interesting. This is only our third song from this album. Yeah, I, th- I was... Every time it's coming up yeah. now, I'm like, oh, yeah, that existed. Yeah, that album. That one happened. This is written by Bobby D. Waxman. And um, so it's not an original. Not an original. This not is a Ramones, Ramones original. cover. Mm. I'm convinced that Bobby D. Waxman is... That's got to be a fake name. <laughs> that feels like such a, like... I it's, write records, so yeah, yeah. Bobby, Bobby D. Waxman. <laughs> what you can't see are the shoulders that yeah, are involved no, in that. It's hey. a whole. Yeah. yeah, it's a whole package. He actually deal. became Bobby you, D. Waxman. You don't. Really. You don't. You don't step to the wax. But I feel like all, all these guys in New York at this time all had made names. Even the guys in the Ramones had made yeah, names. Yeah, no, that was part of it. You know? yeah, yeah. So Bobby D. Waxman. Yeah, you weren't really like a rock and roll guy if you didn't yeah. have another name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, okay, okay, because okay. who's in a rock and roll band named like Bill? Bill James, or like, you know. Those 1,500 Bill Jameses who were in bands who were like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. The fuck is wrong with Bill James as a guy in a band name? I happen to be William James. I go by Bill. I play bass. I'm not William James. I'm not some stuck up jerk. (laughs) I'm not in a fucking orchestra or anything. I'm Bill James, okay? Um, Okay. So back to this fucking song. Yes, I I gave this this a song category. Let me get through some some. Stats, some stats. statisticals. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I gave the song category of love because says we're loving it. Sure. So I think that's our second in a row. Yeah. Which is odd. Yeah. And it's like they're not going to die either. No. No tragedy is going to happen from this love. Which no. Is, so right, right. just to come it's back, it's worth so mentioning. There's no sci-fi element. We just spoke <laughs> about another song that was a cover that was. I love you. I love you. <laughs> Same exact thing. Another cover by another band of Bobby their D. era. Waxman. <laughs> and Weirdly. another song where the love is good. Yeah. And wins out in the end. It does. No, it, no one lost anything. I know. It's so sweet. And it's so not written by the Ramones. No. Well, because that's the th- <laughs> Like, isn't it that at his, uh, at his root, uh... The main Ramon, Joey, right? That's yeah. Name? yeah, yeah. The main Ramon. <laughs> the main Ramon. I'm just gonna start calling him that now. The main Ramon. Yeah, the main Ramon. <laughs> Marky Mark's like he's not the fucking main yeah, exactly. Ramon. There were yeah. 19 of us. Johnny's estate <laughs> is calling us as we speak. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't think so. Can we uh, redact certain statements <laughs> yeah, from exactly. episode 19? Um, Look, you said you liked it. <laughs> No, go on. So you were saying he so was a hapless romantic yes. yeah. and like a huge fan of the music of that era. Yeah, for sure. Which is what's interesting is that uh, I did some research today and I found that uh, Marky hated the producer and the production. Yes, uh, on Subterranean on this r- right. entire album, like can't mm. stand it. And and I hadn't heard it. And having heard it, I understand why. <laughs> that is. 
atrocious. <laughs> like mm. in in, but you can see why they had to go there because they'd already perfected the one, two, three, four. Yeah. So like, yeah. where the fuck did you go from there with these sort of port? You had to work into a chord progression that was so rote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, like you, yeah. do, that's like. As far as what that's concerned is, though, that's fucking brilliant. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far yeah. as like that being the Ramones making a fucking pop song that's supposed to sound like sure. some sort of like wall of sound production. Like, if Phil Spector right. had done this record instead of Bobby D. Headphones, <laughs> <laughs> the producer. <laughs> like, all the, all the well, staff are Bobby D's is their first name. It's the same, but then it's always an object. Bobby D. Computers. <laughs> we had to, Computer we had to fire uh, we had to fire Bobby D. Reel-to-reels. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, uh, Bobby D. Manager is well, on the phone. What does he do? The thing about this song is that, you know, it originally came out in the 70s by... Oh yeah, you have some. You you followed the Bobby D. Waxman was a part of this band called the Poppies that was around in New York at the time when the Ramones were first starting out. Not in the seventies, the the early seventies. Not no, the Poppies is the name of the band, and uh, these guys were around when whatever Blondie was getting their start and all those guys. So if you listen to their version of this song, it has that New York. Thing that was right, happening right. So at the that time. That's the sound. Was, yeah, so. And there's something about it. I love that sound of that time. I think right. it's very charming. I think it does lose something. Well, we're not quite there yet, but this version of this song, which is kind of simplistic in its nature, that then they do these things it to the it. Same, it's not really. Is it at the same tempo? Is the original this slow, or is the original much, much, much more one, two, three, four? Uh, I think they're <laughs> about similar. Because yeah. it's definitely a ballad, but then that's yeah. what's clever about it. And you could imagine that having been played in a much more raw way. Yeah, like... A, a, would have had an yeah. aspect of emotion to it that was much yeah. more urgent than this well, controlled demolition that was committed. But speaking of, <laughs> speaking of that... Controlled demolition. Speaking yeah. of that, uh, my favorite stat is to figure out how many times they played it live. Okay. okay. I can find wow. no record. Really? They never played this song live. Okay. So we can maybe extrapolate also, how they felt about that. Yeah, yeah, it's also like four and a half minutes long. Like Ron <laughs> yeah. Ramon's song is supposed to be over before they started. Like totally. I was looking at one of the records, the uh, the Rocket to Russia record. There's yeah. nothing over three minutes. Oh yeah, no. you know what I'm saying? Like it's like. There's, there was shit that I was like 107. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like an interlude in the hip hop world. We yeah. just had like a minute yeah. 07 of people saying stupid shit no, about just bitches. just a guy breathing, you know? Yeah. <laughs> 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 just like, just like four and a half minutes of a dude getting high, and then he just yeah. goes, You want me to tap that ass? And then the song starts, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, Wait, what, what does that look like? Four and a half minutes of that? What the fuck, yeah. Biggie? Yeah. So, like, when you see a minute seven and it's a song, you're like, Holy shit, these dudes got the job done. Yeah, they got the job done. <laughs> you know, like, it becomes. You know, like the the whole. You guys know Husker Du, obviously. Yeah. Husker Du. So Land Speed Record, like you listen mm-hmm. to, like that's that's Husker Du trying to be the fastest band in the world. Yeah. And getting like an entire song finished in a, a minute three or seventy eight seconds long. So like these guys are perfecting that form. What? Is, just to follow that for a second, because I know for the Ramones it was a big deal, especially for Johnny, the main Ramon. Um, to uh, <laughs> to get fa- to get faster and faster. I know that's it was like a typical Johnny thing to say. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> no, but it was like his big thing was trying to get faster and faster and faster. And I I get it, but I also part of me is just pragmatic enough to be like, why don't you just write shorter songs? Because, well, like what I mean, or is the point, or is the, the point, point like that sort of unspoken challenge to be like, 
I want verse, chorus, verse, chorus. And as fast as possible. And as fast as possible. I mean, like, it's a, like, the thought of, like, like, what it must have been like to have stood in the room and watched them at CB's at, like, the peak of their power and the mm-hmm. peak of them giving a shit. Mm-hmm. Like, a really hungry Ramones yeah. must have been a fucking extraordinary live experience. Oh, yes. Yeah. That had, and, like, and never been seen yeah. before, where you're like, they're yeah. all wearing the same clothes. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> like... Yeah. And they've been wearing... They're not clean. Like, they've actually lived in them for the past fucking nine months. Like, that's oh, yeah. not their show outfits. That just happens to be yeah. the outfit of the show. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was no pretense. So the thought of, like, that volume and that speed with those fucking dudes with those haircuts and being like, what the fuck is that? Like, it had <laughs> yeah, never been seen time, before. At a time before, you know punk rock really existed and like we know punk rock in all these forms now you know what I mean yeah. watered down yeah, forms no, and, and, and ancient Everything. forms and you know and they were at that time just discovering what certain kinds of rock and roll were right but and then you get to this which keep is keep us on track well, which is like to keep we're, us on 19, track, sure. we're in 1983 this is 1983 so we're what are we that's eight-ish years into yep. recording yep which is like eight albums. It, yeah. Very <laughs> so it is, because they put albums. out fucking, I wrote that down, they put 14 records out in 20 years. Yes. Yeah, they did, they did almost And that beginning is prodigious, you know, like that yeah. beginning is like every, there's two in one year. In yeah, 77, yeah. there's two albums. They had three written like, before they started. Yeah. So, But at helps. this point, That's true, like, I mean, they, they've been going for so long. Yeah. <laughs> but at this point, I th- and I think you can hear it with this song, it's like, we're still going for a hit. You know? There's, of course they there are, isn't, there, But I mean, there isn't like a, well, like in a while, they're gonna kind of not. I don't want to say give up, but they're not gonna follow that exactly all the time as hard as this. This sounds sounds. To me, to I knew the song going music in for the time. It sounds like a Kiss song. Yeah, the it sounds like a Kiss song. Time. But it also that's what's interesting about it. It's interesting that you hear Kiss because I don't hear Kiss. Okay, I hear the Cars. Yeah, I am. Okay. So that's what they're doing. That's actually really fucking kind of impressive, and that's what I mean about the production. I can see why it was a letdown. Is the mm. Had it just been, like, it wasn't clearly produced by a guy who did that sound yeah. very yeah. well. But he'd so, heard it, and he's he knows yeah. where the knobs are. They're trying to he's replicate the sound of the time. Here is my problem always with the Ramones. Okay. I do not like it when they try to do something that they think they should be doing. Hmm. Instead of the thing, and I mean, I'm not in the band, so I'm putting, you know, I'm putting this imaginary words into their mouths or whatever, but it's just like, this is not, to me, doesn't sound like their hearts are in this song. Maybe it's the production of, maybe they really love this song, but the production of this song doesn't sound like, this is a badass Ramon song. Right, I I think that 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 is to me why, like the Ramones of the metal world could be considered Motorhead. And the thing with Motorhead was, like, you never didn't hear them in a Motorhead song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. <clears throat> like, my favorite record by him is, is it's about the fuck about World War One, about being in the trenches, and it's a love, it's a ballad. And it's fucking insane, because <laughs> Lemmy's singing a ballad, and, and it's about World War One, about trench okay. warfare, and it's... One of I'll play it to you before you leave tonight. Okay. It's one of the most incredible pieces of music you'll ever hear, and you're like, "That's Lemmy from fucking Motorhead." Yeah. But this is like, that's not the Ramones that I'm hearing. You know what I'm saying? Like the Ramones is starting yeah. to lose its yeah. there because I think it gets to the point where 
you don't want to fucking live like that anymore. <clears throat> like, that's a real struggle. Look, as we were saying before we yeah, turned yeah. the mic on, everybody in that band ended up on a substance. <laughs> because they needed it to protect themselves from the mm-hmm. fucking journey, dude. It's like reading the the Black Flag book. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Where you're like... And it was worse. Like, they were getting spat on and yeah, cut yeah. and knife fights at every show. And you're like... Yeah. And then you went to another show the night <laughs> afterwards in another town that fucking hated you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I mean, it we don't even think about the other little things that are happening on top of all that stuff that Joey has OCD and he's never showering and that these two are in a fight and they're never going to talk to each other ever again. And, yeah. and also, maybe your roadies are smuggling drugs. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I mean, anything could happen. I mean, I'll tell you this right now Bobby D. Roadie has been known to smuggle. <laughs> he's been known Bobby to smuggle D. heroin in his rectum. Well, that was one of the parts of one of the books that. Uh, uh, one of the books book uh, maybe it's Melnick's book I don't know that like the band was on a strict nobody can do any alcohol or drugs policy <laughs> the no, no. but the roadies before, before are the, the show the, yeah the roadies the are show. legitimately smuggling drugs in through like the drug cases are. when they're yeah. going to oh, Europe yeah. no they have to they're like fuck you <laughs> this is the only is way we survive so this so funny and amazing <laughs> oh man yeah, yeah I mean the thing is that they're 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 always, but they're still, it's fucking, you know, they're still, even though they did that, they're still ultimately the Ramones at the end of that career, which is really interesting. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they haven't lost any cred. No, I mean, they, they're, still they're right. The fucking, they were right. You know That's, what I'm saying? You know, they gonna, were absolutely right. They I want to follow kings. that for a second, because I, I think about that, too. And I wonder if, like, taking this song as, like, sort of an attempt to be, like, mm-hmm. in a Cars vein. Yeah, I get yeah, that, yeah. too. Or Kiss. Or Kiss. Or, you know, what Radio Rock at the time. <laughs> right. If that had worked, and that became, like, a big thing, I feel like we wouldn't say they kept their credibility. But by by continually failing, <laughs> you're like, oh, well, they kept their credibility. Right. Well, I mean, yes. I think that they did... Well, whatever, you don't look at Bowie and say he doesn't deserve credibility because he no, made but, it. No, but he was never, like... I don't think he was successful. He was successful at his, being himself. Yes, yeah, like Prince. Like there's a fine yeah. line, and maybe the reason is that there were there were you know the the way that you can do that generally is to be, you know, like another band that did it though. It's interesting is Kiss, which is another fucking <laughs> merchandising monster piece. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like they changed with the times as well and yeah. you know like they're it's all it's like an equal level of cred like well they they look to kiss a lot in yeah. their career as sort of i would say they know. nailed it like they're the punk yeah. rock like you see the bl- tight never, blue jeans white shirt black jacket it's like never, oh you're looking like a ramon when they you're never Converse. had to play the stadiums that no. kiss got to play and they felt like they deserved that you know and I think they deserved that too and they did get that they in South America that. so yeah. it's interesting yeah. i mean they definitely beca- but, they I actually, if, if I were them, I mean, like the only thing that's annoying is is the money. Like everything else, <laughs> yeah. I would look at it and be, well, that's kind of we accomplished precisely what we wanted to accomplish. Yeah. The thing I'm pissed about is you have to work really fucking brutally hard they had to, to work do it. Really like, hard, yeah, yeah. And nobody like gave a shit. Nobody gave a shit. They were the Ramones. <laughs> yeah. It was like you're the Ramones. It's yeah. like, yeah, no, 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 we're the Ramones. Like the Sex Pistols get infinitely more respect because they yeah. just were so punk rock that they just. It blew up, and then a dude killed his girlfriend. It's like, ah, uh, that's cred as fuck, man. Yeah. <laughs> they killed each other, you're saying, in a hotel room in Chelsea, huh? That's pretty cred. Chelsea, uh, that's, that's you know? right over the edge. Chelsea. Your move. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe we 
should we, uh, get we back got to the song we've, for gotten, a sec. we've sort of gotten into feelings. Yeah, let's get into we it. We can move right into uh, I remember you. The voting. Well, no, no, the no, voting no, no, no. on we gotta, this. We got to wrap okay. up this well, song. Okay, so we vote on it. That, yeah, well, yeah, we can you can give a love, a like or a leave. Yeah, to the song. I'm going to go with a leave. Okay, you're going to start and us not off just leave. like I'm taking headache medicine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, yeah. Uh, it's This one would go away. I, I feel like would... I would get better wax from another place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Molly? Uh, I'm going to give it a, a like. Just with because it's, it's really hard for me. <laughs> it's really hard for me to leave her moan song. And even though this isn't my favorite cover by them or whatever yeah. anything by them really <laughs> I, I would be I'd still listen to it if it came on alright Christian I would uh, it's tough I mean it's, it's between a like and a leave mm. and I think I'm, I'm gonna have to go with a leave on it like if it wasn't yeah. in the Ramones canon I would go you know what fucking song they're missing out on it's <laughs> <laughs> that one that goes on forever <laughs> <laughs> No, this, becomes the, <laughs> this becomes the especially challenging element of trying to name a most valuable, valuable Ramon for a song that I leave. I guess I'm giving it to Joey. I think the vocal performance is precisely what he wanted. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it to Joey. You know, I think I that's mean, why I think that Marky's right that the production is incorrect. Because had that been produced more brash or either more brash... Mm-hmm. Or more polished. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, like more the better. problem is it like sat in the middle of it and yeah. didn't work on either side. Mm-hmm. But if it had been closer to one, two, three, four, it probably would have been much more endearing and energetic. Yeah. But if it was closer to the cars and less of the kiss, but that's funny that I didn't realize that they looked up to him and now that song completely makes sense. Yeah. That's why when I saw that Ed Stasium had produced them, I was like, Ed Stasium produced them? Yeah, like, before this, but yeah. I'm you know, like that's you know, that's the, that's like, all right, like, that's cred, that's cred as fuck, like, then what <laughs> happens? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a producer change, because I can't believe that Marky would have suddenly hated Ed Stasium after he'd done all of the, like, yeah. he did the brasher fucking more rock and roll shit, didn't he? No, yeah. I can't remember, mm. I, uh, yeah, I, and I can't remember now, crap, it's Graham Goldman, right? Well, Richie Cordell and Glenn Kalotkin are, oh, are and registered. And Bobby D. <laughs> producer. <as the> Under the uh, oversight of Bobby D, fucking producer, <laughs> with Bobby D, engineer, <laughs> and Bobby D, driver. <laughs> so don't fucking think for a minute that either of those two fucking douchebags had anything to do with it. <laughs> Well, does anybody else um, have anything else, any other jokes to throw at I, I Need Your Love? I think no. the vocal is great. I think that, as I say, like, okay. I think if it, if it, if it had been produced brashier at the same tempo, I think he would have performed that vocal exactly the same way. So in that case, then fucking MVP goes to him because he clearly found the song that he wanted to sing over because he meant it. I think it was what he wanted. So I think that goes to the main Ramon. Say we solved it. (laughs) We solved it. Main Ramon. I also get to Joey because Joey is obviously the main Ramon. I mean, he's the saving grace of every Ramon song. Well, it depends Seems. on who you ask. That's a very divisive thing to say. That's why we have the voting. That's why we have We're the voting. We're trying to vote. Well, that's you the should thing. know that there are some serious Johnny followers and some serious, like... like no, it's true. The, I can see why. That punk rock version of the Ramones yeah. is all about Johnny and Dee Dee. And, and there are some people that only want that but, version of the Ramones. But, Seriously. But... And, of course. And, and I think you'll appreciate this because listeners may not know, Christian 
Um, Your wife does it. Listen, listen to it. My wife episode. may listen to this. This is the part. <laughs> this might be it. Yeah. This is the part. We're uh, gonna give her the timestamp. I, I don't know how you want to. I don't know how you want to explain it, but basically, you'll do song deconstructions. Oh. And going at going at basically. Your uh, wife doesn't know this. I'll no. tell her. All right. So what I do, sweetheart. <laughs> Well, Fifteen bucks a fucking ticket. You should come out. It's beautiful. I guess let's see on the first one. Um, well, here's my point: is looking at music analytically. Right. I got. I came up with the most valuable Ramon thing here because I thought the Ramones are one of the more democratically split by way of like who's the most important. Right. Where if you take out, like, if I always use the analogy of like, if Paul McCartney found some other guys, he'd probably write some hit songs. Yeah. It's like for sure, he'd probably do it. But if you, like, especially at the beginning, if you took out one of these guys, the other guys, like, go to jail. <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what I, but you know what I mean? And, and go to jail. <laughs> and it's something like this. I think, I that's think jo- Joey's doing it. Joey's doing it, but the other guys yeah, are no, that's not what I'm saying. Like, so it's not all up there. That's what I, that's what I mean about if the... They lift each other up. Yeah, like, seeing them. them as the original four dudes hammering through that shit... Would have been. Must have been like the same as like seeing the original fucking Clash lineup hmm. at the peak of their powers when like song, performance, and lack of success all collided. Well, they talk you about seeing yeah. the Clash and being with the Clash and feeling like those guys were gonna be well, that was crazy rock Johnny's stars. thing. Johnny's thing yeah. was he heard their first album and was like, "Oh my god, they might be as good as us." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. yeah. No, Which I mean, is an incredible. Yeah, no, that's that's one of the five <laughs> times he ever praised anybody. Yeah, yeah. I want to say. I mean, but the thing is that you couldn't not. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it didn't yeah. really like. My, I, I have friends of mine who like lived their whole their whole lives, and one of them used to go to shows all the fucking time, and like you know, it was back when K Rock was its its nascent stages. And it would be like The Cure playing to 150 people at wow. Dango's mm. Pub for a K-Rock show. Yeah. And he got to see The Clash opening up for The Who at the Hollywood Bowl. Jeez. What? That's amazing. <laughs> all right. That's a pretty good lineup. <laughs> That's all right. You all move. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, like, what do you... I was like, um, I, uh, my head yeah. is actually, like, having a great deal of difficulty coming to terms with how fucking awesome that show must have been. Yeah. yeah. Because there's no way that The Clash sucked at the Hollywood yeah, yeah. Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, they were like, no, uh, you know what we're fucking there. not doing yeah. tonight, gentlemen. <laughs> we're opening up for the who at the bowl. We're not going to suck. <laughs> Everyone fucking behave your fucking selves. We're not going to suck. Right? And then the who are like, uh, um, so the whippersnappers yeah. are opening up for us, so the thing we're not going to do is let those little douchebags yeah, blow us off up. the fucking... Yeah, totally. Yeah. Like, did you know the song, um... Who are you? Yeah. yeah. Who, who, who? I woke up in a Soho doorway of police. That whole thing. That is a true story about him being out on the town with fucking... Paul Cook and Steve Jones of the Sex Pistols. <laughs> and really? Hitting it so fucking hard that he woke up in a Soho doorway with a policeman who knew him because he was Pete fucking Townsend. <laughs> like, Pete Townsend was so far out that Steve Jones and Paul Cook of the Sex Pistols sat him down and were like, You gotta slow down. <laughs> You're pushing your fucking luck. And, and we're currently on, a, on an IV drip of uh. cocaine. <laughs> Like, they were not, they were fucking true. They would not touch heroin. Like, fuck that. That mm. was not happening. But drinking mercilessly yeah, yeah. was what they did. 
So yeah. that like that guy is open like that band is opening like the the sac the clash are opening for him yeah, at I that know. time. Jeez. Like after he's been running with the sex pistols. It's like Townsend comes out. I'm reading his book right now. It's incredible, dude. Mm. That book is so fucking crazy. Anyway, back to the Ramones. Awesome. But I'm just saying, no, like, yeah. seeing them at that time, yeah. when must it's have... the four monoliths of the original Ramones, yeah. must have been extraordinary. Oh. At CBGB's. Amazing. Yeah. With Debbie Harry in a and room fucking that's David Byrne. In a room that's tiny and smells like fucking yeah. weed, pee. Yeah. <laughs> weed and pee. Like, it's the grossest <laughs> place ever. Pee. Mostly pee <laughs> Mostly with, like, pee. the worst PA system. <laughs> Yeah, shredding. Uh, it must Christian, have been incredible. What, no. You want to talk about your podcast for a second? Well, I have a couple things to do. Well, let's yeah. let's table that for the next one because we got enough on this one. Okay, well, we've yeah, done enough on I fine. Need Your Love. Which one do you think your wife's going to listen to? Uh, Probably not. <laughs> we'll, but you we'll did strap her down for both because this is important stuff. Yeah. Hey guys, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us today. Um, please follow us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast, and thank you, Christian yes. J Hand, for joining us. Look him up, yeah. won't you? All the way from your apartment. Yeah, look him up. You can Google him. You'll yeah, find some stuff. Probably, on you it. have to do a Christian James Hand. I did that on purpose to be a dick. Okay, okay. Christian James Hand. Yes, yeah, like is there like, a Christian J Hand? He won't be spoken of. Actually, no. On Facebook, I'm friends with all the Christian James hands around the world. Like, I've friended all of them. Okay. And the Christian hands. Hands there's, around the world. There's a, <laughs> there's a bunch of Christian hands and wow. Christian James hands, actually. Cool. There's one Christian James hand who was born on my same birthday. And we used to... And he lives in England. And I, I text... I messaged him on Facebook and I was like... Notify me anytime you leave the house. We must never be in the same place at the same time. The fabric of the world will come asunder. And it was like he was like this twenty-year-old kid, and he wrote back, and he's like, "You got it, governor." Like, a week later, he's like, "Leaving the house, go to the pub. Don't come down there." And I was like, "You're on, mate." Like, Don't come down to the pub. <laughs> you know, so there's a bunch so of so far, hands. so far, so, so good. Yeah, we're still here. We're still here. We haven't well, met yet. In this dimension. <laughs> I want that other dimension back. I don't get me started. Okay, and uh, join us next time. And we'll be discussing I Remember You. I'm Ramones of the Day. Yeah.